What's up, coffee blurds and nerds? In this episode, I'm talking with Marvin Duncan, and we are going to experiment with the pour speeds of our pours when making pour overs. We also talk about what it's like being black in coffee, of course, but we go a little bit deeper and how to this day, how our reactions to those obstacles differ. But we end on a hopeful note. So I hope that you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Peace. Hey, you can be a podcaster and with coffee. That, that excites so many people. So yeah, I appreciate it as well. Oh man, that, that was super nice. Thank you. I'm gonna be sure that I'll put that at the front of the video so everyone sees that first. <laughs> Hi. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, wait. Oh, that was me. Okay, I can hear you. <laughs> okay, cool. I would not mind just getting right and started brewing coffee. All right, sounds good. A few years ago, I would never have guessed that I would be the type of person to be like, I need my coffee in the morning. <laughs> yes, uh, you drink it enough, especially for a living, and then all of a sudden you realize your day is not the same without it. That was like my biggest fear too, that I would get hooks. Excuse me? Sorry, my dog. You said you've been experimenting with uh, pour over or pour speeds in your pour overs. Number wise, in my head, like if I do 15 to 250, and then like I'll break it up into five pours, each pour is like 50 grams. Okay. I'll say, all right, if I want to finish this in um, like 20 seconds, then I'll know I'll be doing uh, math. <laughs> um we'd be doing like basically like two and a half ish uh grams per second okay well I, it's like just like a little like a, me- a metric that i can use to like track it so that way i'm not pouring everything at the end or pouring everything too fast and then trying to slow down or something it allows me to like adjust like all, all of the parts of the brew all right cool um, I'm really glad that you're approaching it this way and it makes me feel better because I am not going to be approaching it as methodically. I usually would. So yeah, I, I feel better. I'll be doing the lazy method of experimenting and you'll be doing the appropriate way. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's like lazy. I think after you get more comfortable, you know, you, you feel feel like comfortable in your your little uh your space okay have you heard of the i think it's like a malaysian term but it's like agar 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 or something like that it's basically like how they describe how much of something to use they said just enough (laughs) cooking something and it was like oh how much of this should i use just just enough so that way it it tastes good (laughs) i like that okay (laughs) <laughs> but it's a thing. <laughs> thing. Awesome. Okay. I'm, I'm even more excited than I was before. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, very cool. Um, all right. What are you, what are you using? Let me see my origami. Um, origami. Yeah. Hey, okay. Nice. All right. Let's do it. Sweet. What's your dog's name? Uh, this is Esther. So uh, she is my Aussie. She's three years old. She's adorable and she loves attention. So like she will probably be walking back and forth trying to <laughs> figure out how to um, how to get me to play with her. See. <laughs> 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 
It's pretty selfish in its motivation. I really just want to talk to other black people in coffee. And I really am interested in experimenting with coffee. Funny, I actually think being selfish in your aspirations helps out other people in like, you know, a weird way. Because like saying, hey, I want to do this because I actually like doing it is better than saying I'm doing this for the sake of other people. I've noticed that I'm more genuine in how much effort I put and like I also do a better job. It's kind of like a selfish thing as well. So I don't know, it's weird. I don't know if that made any sense or, or, or I'm just rambling. I ramble a lot. <laughs> we have that in common. Um, that's something I would definitely like agree with the idea of doing something for you, producing a better outcome or just being better in general than doing it in order to make other people happy. If you line up your aspirations and like the things that you care about in a way that also benefits people, you tend to like do better jobs. No, I hear you. That makes sense. I've been playing around also with, um, I've noticed a few people saying that really long blue times for them result in a sweeter coffee. And so that's been interesting for me to play with because I usually don't like, that's not something I search for, sweet in my coffee. Like I really like espresso, but not in my like normal cup of coffee. Yeah. So I've tried really long boom times, like maybe up to like three or four minutes. From my experience, I'm, I'm not like saying this is the right thing or whatever, but from my experience, like I've noticed it's almost like a, a hill, right? So if you bloom like relatively too fast and you just pour everything at once, um, it'll taste a little bit uneven. Um, and then it starts to taste more even. And then it starts to taste... Okay, have you ever tried like flat soda water? Yeah. If you go further towards like that four minute mark, it start, coffee starts to taste like that. Mm. And it's like it loses its like sort of spark-ish type thing. And that was like sort of intentional. I just sort of kept brewing longer and longer and longer until like I could get like a noticeable effect. But like that was like four minutes, I think. The flavors were still there. The extraction was still like relatively even. I'm not sure if it if it has something to do with like the carbon dioxide that just full on like evaporated or like, you know, just went off when the water hit it. But um, I don't know, just a taste thing that I've noticed tried to do that one time. Let's try the faster pour first. So I did make my pours a little bit faster than I usually do. This tastes a little bit lighter than I'm used to. The one with the longer pour seems more complex to me. How would you describe the, dis the differences? Um, I'm not sure if this makes sense, but the, the second one, the longer pours seem mm. like a deeper cherry. Mm. So definitely like taste the, the cherry notes that come through in, in both of these, but I taste a deeper, darker cherry. Yeah. In the second one. Interesting. So, um, I would say mine like sort of follow the same like parallel. So when I, when I'm thinking that you're talking deeper cherry, 
I'm thinking like more complex. You're, you're saying more complexity. I'm thinking there's more acidity present, or the acidity is more apparent, right? Um, because like in mine, my my trend, the faster one, like tastes noticeably sweeter, but its acidity is like muted, like almost. And the second one, like while it's not as sweet as the first. Um, it definitely has like a whole lot more flavors in there. And I think those that's coming from the acidity. So like in the first, like it, I'm basically getting chocolate. I'm getting like a little bit of like sweet, sweet um, tea, a little bit of stone fruit, but like almost like a cooked stone fruit on the second. It's weird because like chocolate is not really there at all. Um, I'm getting cherry, getting some kind of citrus that doesn't come from like some kind of like orange variant. So like a citrus from like maybe, maybe like a berry or something like that. And it's like more complex. It's making me think about like tasting longer um, versus this one. Like they're very in your face present, like just solid coffee. Interesting. Yeah, now that you mentioned the sweetness, the first one does taste sweeter. I taste the chocolate more in the the second one. Like the first one I get sweet cherry and maybe a hint of chocolate, mostly just sweet cherry. As I've started to really like do roasting and brewing like side by side, I've noticed that you can sort of see how coffee's trend, but you can't like predict a certain coffee, you know? But like with techniques like this specifically, like the alterating the um, how how intense the the, the how inten- how fast you pour, um, I would say like this is like fine tuning like a coffee you're very 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 familiar with because like I use, like we use same grind size, same amount of water, same ratio, all that kind of stuff, and the coffee still tastes different. Um, so. Um, like, this is like, all right, I'm working with something that I'm really, really familiar with. How do I make it better? These are like the things that I think about in my head when I'm bored and I'm sitting in the room. Because I literally don't do anything else besides, well, not literally. I don't do much else besides coffee. And it's because it's my hobby. It's like my passion and my job, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, though. Um yeah, what this uh, is making me really interested in, or making me think about, I guess, is ways that I might combine different techniques to that reduce or or heighten the sweetness. Yeah, man, yeah, that's that's fascinating. Like, I wouldn't use all the things that highlight sweetness for me, but I could pick like my favorite ways to highlight that, and then do other methods to balance out that sweetness that I don't usually go too much for. So that's the thing, right? These are all tools that you throw in your toolbox. So like my whole, my whole thing behind all this, like even if we was to like change the grind size where none of them taste good, right? It doesn't matter. We just want to see what effect it makes. So um, what I've been doing is sort of just like basically questioning all of the things that we say like when you're brewing coffee so what defines what's good what defines what's bad um how do you know you're supposed to bloom your coffee how do you know you're, you're not supposed to bloom your coffee like there's people in both camps that like preach everything 
what I want to know is why we do all these things. Like, why do we do one to 15? Why don't we do one to 30? Like, why don't we do like one to like two, you know, why don't we do one to one? I mean, like all things like I've questioned, actually you should do like a really, really long brew. So I brewed this thing um, where it started to taste like tea. It didn't taste like coffee. It just tasted like tea. And like, I don't know how to describe it other than it, it was actually pretty pleasant. Like I can drink it. But it was a long brew? Huh? It was a long brew? It was like a 25-minute brew. Damn, okay. So I would come back every five minutes and just throw a little bit more on there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, if I was to hand it to people without saying anything, they'd be like, is this like our sweet tea or something like that? But then, like, you know, if I said it's coffee, I said, what the heck? This is disgusting. So it, you got to like, you know, take away your expectations and all that kind of stuff because like, of course, I mean, like, it's, it depends on how you use it and like what you want to like accomplish. So like all of these things are like just tools and then you can sort of mix and match and like, you know, like there's a right tool for, for each job. And like, I mean, like this kind of tool like I may use like the faster pour on a coffee that has like really good sweetness and I want to amplify it or I may use it on the opposite where it's like, you know, um, there's a coffee that has really good complexity, but it doesn't really have too much sweetness and I can increase that sweetness, but it's complexity is so strong that it'll still be present, you know? So this is how I'm like trying to mix and match and eventually the end goal not really, but like, you know, it'd be cool. The end goal would be to find somebody that knows how to make an app. Right. And so we can like get people to like put in their preferences and then like pick their coffee. And then you can like brew the coffee where it's like, Oh, I want really good sweetness. I don't want a lot of body though. Um, like floral stuff. So like make it taste like that. You know? Oh man, that's That'd be really oh, cool. Right. That sounds I, I might I might stay in touch with you and try to um, mock that up. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, if somebody knows how to do it, have it. Like, do it. <laughs> oh, we'll talk more. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's exciting. Um, yes, very cool. Uh, so something I wanted to ask you, if you had any major obstacles specific to being black when you first got into coffee or when you found yourself like deciding that this is was the industry you wanted to stay in and get serious about how how you felt okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I would say like something for me is and this is something I experienced like most of my life a little black kid grow up don't really have so much money um kind of shy so people just tend to write me off or like underestimate me and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I've grew up and maybe it's a little bit like arrogance or maybe it's a little bit like, you know, trying to be cool or whatever, but like I grew up with this mentality. Um, if you're good enough, people will notice, right? So even if I have to work three times harder, like, which I, I basically had to, right? Um, like, you know, the, the amount of work that I have to put in, I just put in like way more than I expected um, or way more that was expected of me. And I had to like basically prove, hey, I'm good. Um, and 
it wasn't necessarily for their sake. It was just so that way I could like have opportunities, you know? Um, I'm thinking about like, just like, you know, um, maybe even the place that I was at now, like I, I wasn't, I was at a coffee shop before, but because like I didn't have like any connections or whatever, because like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know any of those people and I didn't know any of their friends or whatever. It took me way longer to be able to work on bar than like most other people. I, I was like, okay, that's fine. But every, every second that I was there, that had, I had opportunity. I was asking questions that people are like, Oh, you asked these kind of questions. I guess this guy may know something. Or I was like, oh, let me practice uh, pulling a shot. What do you think this tastes like? Do you think have any pointers, you know? So I sort of, um, and this, this is something I've like learned to do like growing up, like, cause like school, like I, like I was, I was pretty good at math. So like I would try to like compete and stuff in like, math competitions, like for the state and the city and all that kind of stuff. But like, the whenever I walk in, people would be like, "Oh, you're actually pretty smart," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, thanks." I, I don't know. I like that feeling when they notice, and it's almost like they're missing out, right? And if there's people, if there's people like after that who still try to write me off, then that means I don't want to be around them in the first place. You know, like that's how I look at it. Like, I mean. I don't like the idea of trying to force myself into a situation where other people don't want me there. I really don't like being around people that don't want me there. <laughs> so that's just a personal thing. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds healthy. <laughs> for <sure>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me to let things go sometimes. And I know that's normal, I guess. But man, when someone continues to write me off after... I put in all this effort to prove myself and all that. I just, mm, it's, I, hard. It, it's, it's rough. I also do not want to continue to be around them, but like, I can't let it go. I think that's actually good because like, you know, that it's almost like, you know, uh, how would you say motivation, motivation for you to like say, Hey, even though you write me off, I'm going to do it anyway. And sometimes it doesn't look exactly how you imagine in the beginning, but like, what does? Mm. Like, you know, I would say that's a good habit. And I honestly wish I was more like that. That's how my mom is. And like, my mom is awesome. Like, <laughs> my mom is awesome. And I wish I was more like her, but I'm just like, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Just this guy. That, cause like I said, I, I admire your approach. It, it sounds, it, it just sounds healthier. To the I guess you can say it's a mutual yeah. admiration, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've always liked tried to find this balance. I still sometimes struggle, but not as much to find the balance between being impressive, proving myself, um, like at a new job or whatever, and not showing off or being boastful. I've always had this fear that I come across as arrogant, even when I was a kid, and I had no reason to think anyone would think me arrogant because I didn't know anything. I just had this this fear of being too uh, aggressive. I don't know. It's just interesting the images that we get of ourselves. Um, yeah, I think I was just heavily influenced by other people's reactions to me, and I would read into people a lot and probably misread. Mm. The constant overthinking, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm glad and sad you understand. Honestly, yeah. And you know the worst part about it is what I've noticed is like there's people who are very, very outspoken, like in like a unresentful way. And then you see like they they succeed, right? Um and like they're just like, hey, this is just how I am. Like I have I have this one friend, his name is uh Andrew, and he literally is the most aggressive confrontational person ever. <laughs> it's funny because it sort of grows on you because like at a certain point, you're like, okay, they're just being themselves. And I can respect that. I, I know where I stand with this person because like, if he doesn't like me, he'll, he'll say he doesn't like me. So I've noticed that you can, if you're too busy worrying about like what other people think about you, you're like limiting yourself. And even though that sounds, sounds like, oh yeah, of course, just, just like stop worrying about other people. It's super hard. And like some people are just naturally gifted at it. So I don't know, like there's no right or wrong answer to this, but like there's definitely like qualities in both. So like, even if you are aggressive in wanting what you want, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it seems like when you are a person of color in particular, there's like an extra layer or obstacle kind of holding that Mm -hmm. down, keeping that part of you kind of under wraps because you at least in some cases, you're more aware, you have to be more aware, usually of how people per- like perceive you from like a safety aspect um, to just a like work environment, uh, yeah. job safety. I have this friend who, she will <laughs> walk away from a conversation as soon as she's done with the conversation. <laughs> um, and I fascinated when I saw her doing this, like when I first met her and I really admired it. <laughs> it was like, damn, I, I, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> but yeah, the, those people who, yeah, who can just be themselves. Like when I started as an adult to notice more of those people, I was even a little bit, what's the right word? Hurt. <laughs> yeah. Damn, why? I, I've never been able to do that. I think people who are, just like themselves, they tend to be more successful. Even if people don't like you, like you can still have a beautiful, great life. I, I, I'm starting to realize like the more that you're yourself and you like just put yourself out there and say, take it or leave it. Say, hey, I'm black. Is, is that a problem for you? If it's not, like, that's fine. You can be here. If it is, I'm sorry. I can't do anything about it, <laughs> you know? And I, I think context, right? I was sort of like, you know, reserved and like, you know, passive and like, oh, well, I don't want to like put anybody off or I don't want to like hurt anybody. Like I was like that at first when it came to like being like in school growing up, like and all that kind of stuff. I was, and then I realized at a certain point, like, what am I doing? You know, I'm not myself. I, I feel uncomfortable in my skin and in that, like, I'm always worrying about what other people are thinking about me. But, like, I think that's the reason why I really like coffee, because, like, when it came to coffee, like, <laughs> I'm literally, literally just like, hey, I, I want to do this because it's cool. And my thought process doesn't even include anybody else, you know? And whether it be me bugging you five times a day 
uh, asking, hey, hey, what's this? What's that? Can I do this? Um, at a certain point, like people are like, you know, they're like impressed by like, all right, this guy actually cares, you know? And even if people like somebody, somebody in the bar setting, say I'm speaking to like my younger self as a barista or whatever, somebody in the bar is probably better than you, right? So I'm of the opinion, I mean, as a young barista, um, I'm of the opinion, all right, this person obviously knows what they're doing. I'm going to go figure out everything they have, um, whether they want me to or not. <laughs> but like everybody likes that like ego boost that you get when like, like a young person like asks you, hey, how did you do this? I really like the way that you did this. Why are, why are you thinking this way? And then eventually they'll start to like share information like voluntarily. Like so eventually they'll start to like come to you with like, you know, um, like other things that you wasn't even asking for. And I w- won't let the fact that me overthinking things will mess this up for me because I, I really, really like coffee. This is like the first time that I actually just like something like this. Right. And I don't want to like be like, like scared or like, you know, reserved. And I don't want to regret it. If you can't get it from them, that's fine. Write them off and find somebody that will. There is a lot of amazing black professionals who, who are just like extremely giving information. And if you need to contact them and they'll understand you, they'll understand like, it's a sad, sad, sad truth. It's harder when you're black, but we can make it easier for the younger black baristas, the younger black like roasters, the younger black, like people who, who, who are going to come into this industry, we can make it easier on them. If we're like, all right, we'll figure out how to share this information be more greedy, you know, like take everything and then like, all right, I'm going to take everything that everybody knows and I'm going to give it away. Uh, this, this is me ranting again. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has been where I wish I had been stronger, asking more questions. My deal is when I ask a white person questions, I'll stop at one because at the first question, they'll tend to explain things in a way as if they're assuming I don't know much. Um, and so I get annoyed with that and I don't ask them anything else. <laughs> like we were talking about the AeroPress, I think was our first mm-hmm. conversation starter on Instagram. And um, the way that you conversed with me, or I don't remember if you asked me something about my, like what I was doing with the AeroPress because I was looking for a new recipe, but it seemed natural, you know, like you, all you had to go on was the fact that I, sometimes posted coffee videos and other people that uh, I've worked with, um, like despite the fact that they see my resume that I've mm-hmm. like managed at coffee shops, despite the fact that they would tell me, oh, that's an impressive resume or whatever, mm-hmm. they still talk to me as if I didn't know shit. Maybe if I was the type to kind of overlook that in favor of just gaining all the knowledge I could, no matter who it was from, I probably could have learned some more and then maybe even eventually gained more of their respect. But sometimes there's not time for that. Yeah, that's fair. That's honestly fair. This is what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to prove yourself to people. You want to look for people that are willing to share, like, that kind of stuff, even if they don't work in your cafe. Sometimes you just have to watch YouTube videos. Like, I watch... 
I'm pretty sure I've watched every single brew guide thing on like on YouTube. Sometimes that's where you got to take the information. Sometimes you got like books don't discriminate, you know, like find some books. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, never mind. Uh, but, so yeah. most books don't discriminate. <laughs> um, but I think ego is a very important thing both ways to be able to when to let it go and then also when to like hold it because ego is who you are and if you don't have any then you are sort of just like washing away with the waves of life i i look at it for like you know what 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 am i here for i'm not here to make friends I'm not here to to prove myself to somebody who doesn't want to like like acknowledge me i'm not here to do whatever i'm just here for for like you know having fun with coffee and like you know figuring out like this life thing. If somebody is standing in my way, that's fine. You can be there. I'll go around. I'll get off the soapbox now. <laughs> um, this is something I'm really, really passionate about because I feel like everything, everything like has a way to get it done. It's hard and like sometimes you need help, but sometimes like the help that you imagine it that that's there, you don't need. The, the help that you would picture or like most people suggest to you, you don't actually need that. I've learned a lot of about coffee just through YouTube. You know, that's how it is. That's how it is for me. I don't really know anybody else that, that is willing to tell me stuff. Okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Yeah, I, I vibe with, with everything you said. Just that whole mentality of, okay, if you're someone is standing in my way, I will go around you and that's fine. Again, like that seems healthy. It also seems a little sucky that specifically certain people have had to adopt that mentality as a way to adjust to people when other people, like they've never had to go around people. So it's like, they don't, they don't know how to, they don't know how to do that. I all my life have adjusted to other people. I've learned to do that. Um, I've also gotten really bitter about having to do it <laughs> instead of just kind of accepting it. Yeah, it's a, it's a journey. I'm really glad I got to hear your, your take on that. It's, I think hearing more of how people handle that and it, in what I consider a, self, a healthy way helps me to cope better, um, which I really appreciate. Uh, I also think that that's a pretty decent note to end on. Yeah, I would really like to do this again sometime. Thank you so much for joining me here. I look forward to continuing to stay in touch. Yeah. And thank you for inviting me. Thank you for like, you know, doing this because like, like I said, like YouTube, like podcasts, all that kind of stuff has been like a very big teacher to me. And when you do stuff like this, um, that's why I started following you because I noticed that you were doing like YouTube videos or like, you know, little clips about like, you know, just, just doing things. Right. And that's the stuff that like more people than, you know, watch that kind of stuff. I'm like, this is like what, this is their teachers. Like the random people that are like in the middle of nowhere with their, their second wave shop and they want to like do cool things. They don't really know what cool things look like and having like some kind of like idea of like, Hey, you can be a podcaster and with coffee that, that excites so many people. So yeah, I appreciate you as well. Oh man, that, that was super nice. Thank you. I'm going to be sure to 
I'll put that in front of the video so everyone sees that at first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, talk soon. Yeah, for sure. All right. Peace.